So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. What's up, Gigging Pros? It's Jared. Welcome to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. I am so sorry that I have not been consistent about recording these podcasts. It's just been crazy here in Denver. Uh, crazy with a lot of things, some of which include gigs. If uh, you guys haven't known, I let my full-time Music Academy students know that I booked my first gig in Denver pretty much within a week or two of recording the first uh, Denver project episode. Uh, that gig happens to be a wedding in September of 2023. And uh, to be specific about it, I booked it on Gig Salad, which Gig Salad, the directories for booking these pro- uh, private events, have been quite fruitful. But uh, also, I mentioned that I joined NACE, National Association of Catering and Events. And based on me joining that, I've already partnered with a bunch of high-end private event venues and some high-end corporate event planners and even a DJ company added me to their roster as a a violinist who can play with DJs. So I've been uh, very busy taking a lot of venue tours and somehow, (laughs) I'm not sure how this happened. Uh, Yes, I am. (laughs) I just like to bite off more than I can chew. Somehow I got roped in to um, joining the board of the Denver National Association of Catering and Events. Um, I think I mentioned a while ago, I had joined, I was the director of fundraising of Milwaukee's National Association of Catering and Events, which was a super amazing opportunity to connect with all of these private event venues and planners and industry partners. And as a result, I had embedded myself into the fabric of Milwaukee's private events scene. As such, my group Dream City Strings and Dream City Jazz got a lot of private events. That was part of the strategy. Um, there was a lot more to it, but that was an important part for me to be seen as, you know, an, a, an important figure in that community. And it worked. So I decided to continue that strategy when I moved to Denver, joined NACE, and then um, because their board was looking for people to join, I got involved very quickly as a committee member for other people's, you know, positions. And then elections happened. It's November 1st right now. And that is my cat. So many distractions. Um, so I got involved. In no- um, it is now November. And they needed some candidates for the board. So I am a candidate for their board of directors, which the election takes place a week from the time of this recording. So I'll do another one after that. But I do believe that getting involved in the fabric of your events community, not just your music community, is one of the fastest ways to booking high-end private event gigs. There is a strategy, I'm not sure, I wasn't planning on talking about it during this podcast episode, but we're here, why not, let's do it. And it's the concept of treating your music like a field of crops. You know, specifically your music career is, is something that can be nurtured and watered. And when you move to a new city... You know, that's, you're basically moving to a new farm. The new, the city is a farm. 
And I know this sounds kind of weird. This is not the way I normally do these podcast episodes, but bear with me. So the new city is a new farm that you have just recently acquired. And your goal is to get crops. Let's say your crop is corn. You want to grow some corn in your your field. So you move to the city. The first thing you cannot do is harvest your crops because you haven't done any of the work to get crops in the first place. That's like me going to Denver and saying, hey, I want to book, you know, I want to get all of the private event gigs right away, which that is my goal. And I've already started to do that because I've booked some gigs. But through the networking strategy that I like, you can't harvest your crops before you plant them and water them. So instead... I am actually specifically targeting the private, uh, the corporate events market and the nonprofit events market. And with those markets, I am planning on planting my seeds now. So what that means, I know on a previous um, podcast episode back in Milwaukee, I talk about how a nonprofit tried to stiff me. In my mind, my group was at a point there in Milwaukee where I could harvest my crops Like we had done the work, we had established ourselves, we'd played hundreds of gigs for thousands of dollars each gig, gotten tons of reviews, partnered with tons of venues and event planners, and so we were ready to harvest crops, which meant that I didn't necessarily have to take every gig that I uh, that came my way. And by the way, I'm not saying that you have to take every gig that comes your way, but here in a new city in Denver, where I've never played a nonprofit event or corporate event except if you consider that NACE gig that I did a couple weeks ago as a nonprofit gig. Um, I haven't played these gigs before. People don't know me, so I need to plant seeds before I can harvest my crops. And so what I'm doing right now is I'm strategically identifying nonprofit events that have some sort of cocktail hour or fundraising component where they need entertainment that I feel that I'm qualified to provide. And so what I'm doing is I'm reaching out to them, offering to sponsor their nonprofit event in exchange for being there and being able to showcase my services, getting a logo in their program and on the PowerPoint presentation they give to all their donors so that I build myself and my reputation up in Denver. So I'm planting my seeds and I'm not expecting payment However, I'm open to being offered payment, but I don't really need it. I'm not expecting it at this point because I simply just want to play gigs in Denver, get the name out there about my act. So I'm going to be doing this for quite some time. You know, it's November. Um, I guess I should set a deadline or a, you know, a goal. How many of these events do I want to do before I switch into harvesting crops mode? Um, so let's, let's do it right now on this podcast. How exciting. This is a live build out of my music career. So let's say I'm going to volunteer for 10 nonprofit events. And once I hit 10, then I'm switching to crop harvesting mode and starting to actually charge for them. Now you might think this is totally crazy and it kind of is, but it's a strategy that I know will work Because in my full-time music academy, one of my students recently did this too, where they volunteered to play at a fundraising event. It was a casino night, um, and it was a, a, a singer. She sang with backing tracks. She volunteered to sing at this event with no, ex- no expectation of compensation. 
And she went to this casino night, sang for the fundraiser, connected with some audience members, and then the organizer of the event came over to her and said, hey, you sound amazing. Why don't you have a tip jar out? So she put out a tip jar, and between the tips she collected in that jar and then uh, the organizer actually gave her some money afterwards, she made $600 from the event, which she was expecting zero but more importantly was she collected contact information from the people who attended this event and heard her, which when you're playing for nonprofit fundraising events, these are attended by high-end donors. These are attended by corporations that have, you know, events coming up. These are also attended by people who are planning their events. Like um, one of the people that um, came up to her and talked to her was somebody whose daughter was getting married. So they connected them with the, the daughter so that she can now sing for their wedding too. So that's how you can, like, even though you're playing for free, you get paid. You just don't necessarily get paid immediately. So I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this. I'm totally okay with that because here on the Giga Musician podcast and in my full-time music academy, we treat our music careers as businesses where we make strategic moves that might not always look, uh, that might not always make sense from the outside perspective, especially if you're a musician who's been chasing bar gigs. And, you know, if you play a gig and you, you don't get paid, you feel stiffed. But if you strategically choose to volunteer to play because you know that it will pay off multiple, you know, in tenfold in the future or more, then I feel like, you know, this is a different strategy than just getting stiffed at a gig. So, if you enjoyed this at all, I wanted to make a very special announcement that will show you exactly how I am going about the strategy and how to go about strategies where you don't have to volunteer your time, where you can get paid what you're worth, book high paying gigs in a fraction of the time that you might uh, think it takes. Then I want to invite you to my very new course, Private Events Bootcamp. We just launched it. Um, so Private Events Bootcamp is a course that teaches you exactly how to play private events. It'll show you how to book corporate events. It'll show you how to book nonprofit events, uh, weddings, and private parties. All four of those are what I consider private events, and there is a different strategy to get each of them. And it'll break down those strategies for you in step-by-step -step processes. I show you my screen where I show, you know, here's what email I write. Here's how I put my website together and how you can put yours together too. So if you're interested in trying out Private Events Bootcamp, we're running a special where you can get it for very cheap as part of the Your First Gig offer that we've put together. So go to yourfirstgig.com. And if that doesn't work, go to fulltimemusicacademy.com slash your-first-gig. And you will learn more about Private Events Bootcamp. And you get a couple extra bonuses. And then you can join me and my Full-Time Music Academy students as we build our music careers with high-paying gigs. We call them Book Live gigs because we use the software Book Live, which also comes with your first gig, by the way. Um, so go ahead and check that out. And if you have any feedback for this uh, podcast episode, you know, maybe maybe I pissed you off by saying, let's play some gigs for free. I want to hear it. You know, if you're mad at me, let me know. But if you also thought it was cool, let me know. If you're going to try it, let me know. So shoot me an email. My email is jared, J-A-R-E-D, at booklive.com. Or come check us out. We've got our socials on our Facebook page. 
and our website, fulltimemusicacademy.com. So again, go to fulltimemusicacademy.com slash your-first-gig, and I would love to see you inside Private Events Bootcamp. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. Remember, you are just one gig away. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you like this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes. That will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step plan to make real consistent income with your music. It's totally free and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's fulltime, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again and I hope to see you in my next challenge.